Hi, I'm Sam. About five years ago, my whole world was turned upside down. More on that later, but let's just say in what was supposed to be the happiest time in my life, I felt totally lost. You're listening to or watching my show, where we'll be talking with friends in healthcare, wellness, and holistic healing about real self-care. I'm not talking about pedicures and bubble baths. We're talking true acts of care to maintain our physical and mental health so we can truly live fearlessly and fulfilled. Say it with me. Self-care is my job. Okay. Here we are, back for another episode of Self-Care is My Job. How's everyone doing? I'm here with a very new but awesome friend. Her name is Allison Jackson of Allison Jackson Fitness. I'm going to introduce her quickly. So she's all about all things health and fitness. She's a personal trainer. She, Like I said, she's the owner and operator of Allison Jackson Fitness. Um, and she loves to help women, um, especially busy women, busy moms, working moms, all that find their happy weight. And whether that's, you know, means staying lean or feeling energy or, you know, feeling energized, all that good stuff. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the solutions and, and giving some, some self-care tips in that, you know, by way of that fitness and health, happy weight angle. But we're going to also talk about, you know, not only the solutions, but potentially the obstacles that might get in our way a little bit, because I think we have to be realistic about sometimes, yeah, sometimes we have to navigate a bit to get to that point where we're ready to, um, to prioritize our self-care, you know, specifically our physical self-care, which, you know, I think is what people talk, think and talk about the most, but it really is that important, you know, our physical self-care being our exercise and our diet and our lifestyle. So, um, so welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, um, so we were just chit-chatting and I might as well jump into what we were talking about. Um, the fact that, you know, we have, we as women are kind of bombarded by this idea of having an ideal weight. So I like the way that you specifically frame it um, you know, in, in all of your messaging about finding your happy weight. Mm -hmm. Um, because we, you know, like I said, it's always this, the ideal weight, but it's not, and, but it's not like, oh, what's the ideal weight for you? In most cases, what's being placed upon us as women is the ideal weight overall, you know, right. like as if we're all the same. Um, right. and we were just talking about how, um, exercise, um, and, and fitness and diet, you know, it's more just more than just about losing weight. There's so much more that goes into it. And um, so can you talk to me a little bit about that? Like how, when you work with a client, you know, I'm sure that they have their own personal goals, but you know, what specifically are you finding about that when you work with people? Yeah. So a lot of times, a lot of the clients I work with, their goal is weight loss, right? And I try to get them to just use the scale as one form of, of measurement, right? We want to look at their, their, their measurements overall, right? Measuring your waist, your chest, your hips, is that going down? But also getting that like biofeedback. So how are you sleeping? How is your energy level? How are you feel? How do you look? Like, is your, is your skin clear? Um, those, I think, and especially sleep, you know, I feel like as, you know, busy working moms, you know, constantly going, um, as we get older, I feel like sleep is, is get, it gets harder and harder and then the hormones start. Right. Um, so it's really kind of looking at the full picture, not just that scale. Cause I know a lot of women get stuck on that number and 
I, that happens to me too. I'll get on the scale and that just wrecks your day. What if you're up, up a pound or two, down a pound or two. Um, and weight loss isn't linear, you're up and down. And as long as, you know, if your goal is weight loss and it's, it's trending downward, it's fine, but it's like a roller coaster. It's not, it's not just constantly dropping. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it, that's, that just adds into, um, you know, kind of lends itself to the concept of like acceptance, right? The fact that like, you're not, every day isn't different, right? Your energy level isn't the same every day. Your, you know, clarity isn't the same every day. It has to do with so much. It has to do, a lot of times we think it has to do solely with um, external factors, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, my job is really stressful this week or like my kids are driving me nuts or whatever it is. But, and so we're then, so if we place all the emphasis on the external, then we're also looking for band-aids from the external to like fix these things. And we forget like, you know, like we actually have total control of how we mm-hmm. feel. And it, it has so much to do about what we're putting in our bodies, right? For sure, for sure. And it's taken me forever, years to realize that really wellness and health is a three-legged stool. It's that mind, body, spirit, right? So you could be eating healthy food, you could be working out, but if you're feeding your mind garbage, if you're not in a good place mentally, if your mindset isn't there, that's not healthy. Yeah, <laughs> right. totally. I love that you're saying that because yeah, I, same thing. Like I, it wasn't until, you know, in the last five to seven years for me that it really finally clicked. Not only that it's not about the number on the scale, mm-hmm. um, and we can talk a little bit about like what programs us as women to only focus on that as well. Let's remember to talk about that. Yes. <laughs> but sure. like, you know, also the fact, like also it uh, eventually sank in for me that the connection between your physical health and your mental health. Mm-hmm. And now it's all I talk about. Right, <laughs> like, right. Literally, like how can you possibly expect to stay in a relatively positive and or just clear mental state if your body is constantly saying help help like i i can't sustain you know mm-hmm. so and vice versa if we're in a, a negative me- mind you know if we're in a negative mindset due to external factors or what's going on emotionally inside of us or whether it's hormones or whatever so if we don't treat that route the physical um is going to um, get hurt too, because how can we, like, how can we be motivated to exercise when all I want to do is like put on TV right. and lay down right? <laughs> like, and just like tune everything out. I'm yeah. Not prepared. Yeah. yeah. So For it's sure. connected. the, um, so that like, so we don't forget to talk about that. Like, I'm just thinking about my own experience right now, mm-hmm. as far as um, you know, yeah, like what, what programmed me to have but the outlook that I did on the ideal weight or what it mm-hmm. meant for to be healthy, I would say, right? Right. And literally through voices of authority growing up, you know, my mother, my aunts, you know, and a lot of it is that like mother wound a little bit where it's like, mm-hmm. you're literally just on repeat of everything every woman ever said or did for generations before you, right? Like, and if you don't make it your active goal to like flip that mindset, it's just on repeat. So for me, it was absolutely the number on the scale, but Mm -hmm. also like the way I looked. And I don't have a problem now with like being like, okay, like bringing in the idea of, well, how do I look naked? 
Like, you know, like, how does that, and how does that make me feel? Like, you know, is it give me like, oh, look at that, I look good. Or is it like, "Mm, not so much. I'm okay with like bringing that in, but that number on the scale and like, you know, where the yes, where there are women in my life that would literally say to me like, "Mm, put on a couple of pounds, huh? Yeah. Like, and the comments consistently and me knowing ultimately too, when they were coming, like I knew when they were coming because I would know within myself. So yeah. Do you get, I, I guess my question is like, I, I'm sure you experienced that when you're dealing with, I'm sure you've experienced it yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and getting beyond, you know, being able to flip that because if we don't flip it, then how, what's really the goal? Like, how do you, how could you be motivated by just right. that? You know? Right. So it's funny. You, so I, I grew up with a lot of those stories, right? You're, you're big boned or you're healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and always, I was always bigger than the other girls. Right. So all, all my life I've struggled with my weight. And um, I didn't include in my bio, but I'm a competitive bodybuilder and I, I'm a professional bodybuilder, whatever. Um, it was a bucket list item and I got sucked in. And it's very interesting. So every year I lose 20 to 25 pounds to compete, right? Wow. Um, and it's taken a lot to, you know, I have my stage weight and then I have my, my normal weight. And that's a 20, 25 pound difference. And it's hard to go from healthy to super lean, like not sustainable. I mean, it's, you know, my competitive um, body weight, but it does, it takes a lot to realize, you know, I'm on stage and no one knows what my, no one knows what I weigh, but it's just that how you look and how you feel. Um, But like I said, it's, you know, that isn't a sustainable weight, but it, it is interesting as you transition and you reverse diet and you gain your weight back how you feel at those different stages, yes. like, su- like super duper lean. I'm freezing all the time. I can't sleep. Like it's not healthy. Um, when I get to my happy weight, I am so confident. I feel good. I look good. Um, and then I go a little bit over my happy weight, which is really my healthy. That's my healthy spot. It's where I lift the heaviest. I sleep the best. I'm mm-hmm. in a great mood. So it's interesting that you, yeah. you can't get caught up with that number. Cause I do the same thing. That happy weight, you might not feel a hundred percent. Right. Right. What you think is your heavy weight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then also like stages of life, like how, you know, it, oh. it, those, those, those thresholds probably change, especially totally. as women, as we evolve mm-hmm. <laughs> through yes. all of these stages, right? Yes. yes. Like before kids, during kids, after kids, and now, you know, we're coming, you know, I'll share, I'm 47. I'm, you know, we're getting to the perimenopause. We're slowly getting into the menopause and everything's changing again, you know, and as women with hormones and everything, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to, you know, be mindful and check in with yourself and make sure that you feel good. Yeah. It's crazy that, you know, I'm learning, which is part of why I'm doing this. So this is great. This is like, you know, um, I'm definitely absorbing right now in the moment, but, um, and exactly what you just said, I feel like, um, I'm probably on like right now for me, I'm on like the lower threshold that I've been in a while weight wise. The only reason for, well, not, maybe not the only reason because I've been doing a few things, but one of the biggest reasons is that I took a month off of alcohol and dropped five pounds, even up to seven, you know, depending on the day, right up to seven pounds like that. And for five foot zero, seven pounds is actually a lot. That's a lot. You feel it like in your body. It's, I mean, you, you could see it too, I think, but it's mostly how I feel. So it's funny because 
like, you know, I was like halfway there or whatever. And I'm thinking, this is exactly, this is one of the things that I wanted to see if it would happen. And, and mm-hmm. of course, but again, that number, and yes, now I actually think I gained, I, I lost too much. I totally, I'm like, it's, as soon as you said that, I was like, wow, because I'm literally freezing right now. <laughs> exactly what you just said. I'm like, like all day, all day. And it's so true. So you have, there's so many things that, that it hit on for me there. Those little things that um, make, so yeah, it's like a, like a, um, a sign of maybe that's not your happy weight. Like maybe, and I am, you know, I've been a, like a little tired and it's, yeah, I haven't been, I think I, I won't even throw out numbers, but I haven't been the weight that I am right now mm-hmm. in years. Um, but what also I noticed immediately, so it's like that detoxing, which maybe we could talk about for like a moment, right? Yeah. Took a month off alcohol and that my belly bloat. So everybody, you know, so many women, right? Want to lose the belly, right? Yeah. First thing. And especially after you have kids or whatever. And I kind of knew, but didn't know quite to what degree the alcohol was contributing to my bloat. Holy crap. I was like, okay, it's gone. Like it's gone. (laughs) I'm like, what happened? (laughs) Yeah. It's an unbelievable. um, And so when I compete, I don't drink at all and you sleep better. You're not bloated. You're not, you know, puffy. Um, You know, a lot of times it makes you hungrier it's empty calories, you know, there, there's, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love, I love a good glass of red wine, but at the end of the day, like alcohol, isn't really any kind of added benefit health wise. <laughs> so, and, and, you, and you're aware that at, at one point in a prior life, I was a, um, a wine representative for a company, um, which, and a company that I still love and am a, and a consumer of, but um, I always, it, there's always like this little detachment from it here and there, because I'm always like, now I don't really view it as like self-care anymore. You know, if you're, <laughs> if you're having like, not that I ever really like marketed in that way, but yeah, a lot of people yeah. do, right? So, but again, it's that idea. It comes right back to that idea of sort of, um, getting right with yourself, um, mentally and emotionally so that you don't make these uh, you don't reach for these band-aids, these self-care moments that are really, you know, like, for example, like I had a good friend of mine that posted the other day, she's got three kids, she dropped, she lives um down south, and she dropped like all three kids off, whatever, and she said, oh, I'm going to go, and she drove through Chick-fil-A, and she was having like her self-care moment in the car <laughs> with her Chick-fil-A, and I was like, baby girl, that's emotional eating. Like that's not self-care. That's emotionally, not to sound like an asshole, but I'm just, I'm just giving an example and don't, and don't get me wrong. Don't even think for a second that I won't go through McDonald's and get a coffee and a couple of hash browns. A hundred percent. I will do it, but I ain't calling it self-care. I'm just like, I'm a, it's that's a, that's a treat yourself moment. So that's fine. And even with the wine, that's fine too. We need to treat ourselves but you gotta, you know, like it, it, that's where that mental wellness comes in so that you're not making these, you know, uninformed decisions that are, you know, contributing to your overall decline in your overall health. Yes. Yes. And I mean, self-care is really just taking time out of your day. It doesn't have to be the Chick-fil-A drive-through, right? It could be a walk outside. It could be just sitting and just meditating, just checking in with yourself. What do you need right now? How do you feel? I feel like we don't do that a lot. We're just constantly go, go, go 
try to serve others, but you know, you can't fill up other people's cups if yours is empty. hundred percent. And you know that I preach constantly about that moment, even if it's just like, okay, like screw the, the Chick-fil-A. Actually, you, you, you could have that in there, but maybe the self-care is this, that you created a moment for yourself. That's yeah. the better part of it, right? Yes. That's what you're going to need because that you're absolutely right. All we do is create, produce, react all day mm-hmm. long. You never make time to just be a human being instead of a human doing like you just, yeah. And we're, that's, that's cultural, right? Like we're just in that totally. society that really only rewards producing. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And as moms, it's always serving. What do the kids need? Are they taken care of? What, you know, um, and that mommy guilt, right? You feel guilty when you take a moment for yourself that you might need. Yeah. So that, and that leads us right into something else. I think we mentioned we'd talk about, which is like, what are those obstacles? You know, it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, addressing the fact that there, it's not always so easy to prioritize us, make time for the exercise, make time to prepare healthy meals, And sometimes you're just literally like on autopilot and you're not actually making any of those appropriate adjustments. Um, And being a mom specifically is massive for that. Not only do you combat the guilt, because of course a mother is supposed to sacrifice herself for her children. Mm -hmm. And that is that mother wound that I mentioned, you know, you're just all those patterns and all those thought processes that were taught to your grandmother and your mother, they're just still in our head. And we can talk all about, we can point fingers at society and at culture and the media for, for perpetuating, right? Not so, not so, not as productive to do that. What we got to do is turn, just start turning those patterns off and realizing um, but sometimes even doing that is hard, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a hiccup you have to go through. So do you, I'm sure you experience that when you're working with people, are there any tips that you give people as far as like, how do you, how do you, you know, yeah, like mentally feel worthy of mm-hmm. putting yourself first when you're a busy mom and you feel like you're, you know, you have that guilt. Mm-hmm. So I always, always tell people, you know, just like you plan your meetings, just like you plan when you're taking your kids to the doctor, plan, you have to plan time for yourself, whether it's working out, meditating, just taking time to check in with yourself. Um, Cause you either plan to fail or you fail to plan. It's one or the other that goes for your workouts, for meal prepping, for eating healthy. Um, and, and again, it's going to reduce the stress overall. If, cause if you're constantly on the go and you're not making time for yourself, you're, you're, like it goes back to your whole self-worth thing. You need to know that you are a priority because, you know, what kind of mom or businesswoman or career woman are you going to be if you're burnt out, if you're burning the candles at both ends? So yeah. I typically tell my clients, like when, you know, when's your meal prep day, plot, plot out your, you know, schedule it like in an appointment, like anything else, it's an appointment with yourself. Um, so that's what I, I try to tell people to do. It's not always easy. I mean, when stuff, you know, comes flying in, but at least go in and, and give it, give it your all to try to plan that out. Right. I, I like, I just did it. Cause I feel like that, um, that is another thing that like life, you, you know, when you're in, in different seasons of life, regardless of what, you know, stage of womanhood we're in, which will affect too, but like just seasons of life, COVID season, it's a great season. <laughs> Yeah. Great time. Oh. So, um, you know what I mean? So, 
you know, the, you know, pertaining to the things that are going on in your life, those, though, that effort to plan might, you know, the, or your mode of planning and scheduling might change. Mm-hmm. Just noticing that I just had it because um, my daughter went virtually fully virtual school again. So it was like, okay, well now I have to look at everything. Also like due to some, you know, stressors that were going on the last few weeks, just like family stuff and everything. And I needed, you know, so stressors come in, right? And then mm-hmm. they throw you right off whatever you were doing. So yeah. um, so I figure I would ask about that too, because it's kind of yeah. like, I've noticed that you can't, you just gotta like, you can't beat yourself up when you get no. thrown off. You just gotta start again. Yes. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> like, and as, a, as a recovering type A perfectionist, it's about letting stuff go. Like, you know what, the house is going to be a mess. They might just have breakfast for dinner, which is what we did tonight. Uh, you know, and it, it's, it doesn't make you a bad mom or a bad person, right? Exactly. So your, um, your house might not be perfect. They might've had, you know, you might've ordered a pizza or whatever. You didn't cook a home cooked meal, literally, right. whatever. Um, and you got that little asshole voice in the back of your head telling you that you're a shit mom because of yeah. that. Right. Meanwhile. Your kids are happy as a pig and shit mm-hmm. because A, they got pizza for dinner. Their toys are just right there or whatever they were already playing with or, or messing with five minutes ago, you know, or, or the day before are still right there for them, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, or you haven't, you know, or we can ask them to clean up. That's another yeah. part of it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so in other words, yeah, the perfectionism. Oh, yeah. I've been talking mm-hmm. a lot. I just did a live in my self-care with Sam group today that was like a 25 minute live because, and I think that was actually good for the topic <laughs> of perfectionism because it's True. so like annoying. <laughs> totally, totally. But, um, but yeah, so that's the thing is that all of a sudden when you're, when you, when you're not even, you might not even realize that's what you're doing to yourself, mm-hmm. but hey, like if you throw get thrown off your schedule, a or just reboot, right? And yeah. don't you know beat yourself up and stuff. But I've also noticed too, like I said, well maybe your system isn't working. Maybe you need more support. So I always like when I'm working with people, um, and even when even with my yoga clients, it's like, okay, well you know, um, I know that you only, for example, are available these times. Let's make it work for both of us. But like maybe you do need to ask your partner or your um you know, whether it's your partner or your husband or a family member or somebody for support with the children mm-hmm. or support with whatever other responsibilities that you need to do so that you can fit this in. And I think that it's that guilt too. Like we're supposed to, we're not supposed to ask for help. Yeah. That um, whole superwoman syndrome, right? You're supposed oh, to do it all exactly. with a smile and look beautiful. Because we were told we can, <laughs> you know, like we can do it all. We can have it all. Yeah. And I always talk about this, like the fact that like, you know, that conversation would have was had and that's great but nobody pulled our husbands over to the side and said by the way now that she could have it all you gotta step in too you know kind uh-huh. of thing and i'm not i'm not knocking all husbands but let's be re- let's be realistic who's taking on the majority of the caretaking of the household and the children it's generally the mother meanwhile we're over here working taking care of the house you know doing everything and at the same time, trying not only to keep ourselves healthy, but keep everybody else healthy, especially now. Right. This period of time. Right. It's all about um, maintaining your physical and mental health. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And and especially now during COVID, when I feel like people's stress levels, we've had it between COVID, the politics, everything. Uh, it's like control what you can and let go of the rest. Control what's happening in your house, what's happening in your brain, and let go of everything else because you can't change it or control it. Right. Control your controllables. Like that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just accept that, you know, uh, in yoga, we, we refer to it as non-attachment. It's mm -hmm. like detach yourself from the idea that you are in control of everything because it's like, you know, that's all that is, is creating resistance to what's happening now, what, regardless whether you like it or not, it's happening. Right. Being resistant to it. And if you, you know, you think about the idea, the feeling of resistance in your body, right? Does it feel mm -hmm. good? Doesn't yeah, feel no. Good. <laughs> walk around like that. You can't walk around like that. No, because it's just going to, like I said, your physical and mental health will will pay for it. Um, yeah. Again, easier said than done. Of course. Um, of course. So, what are your favorite? What are your favorite exercises and you know, like diet? tips and tricks that you like to delve yes. out people. <laughs> Absolutely. So number one for exercise is to make sure that you're doing some kind of weight training, even if it's just body weight, it is like the fountain of youth. It will, you lose muscle as you age. Um, it's, you know, you don't tone, you build muscle and you want muscle because muscle at rest burns calories, fat does not. So, and it's really super hard for women to gain muscle. I mean, unless you're on steroids, which I don't think anybody is. Um, so, you know, push-ups, uh, squats, you don't need to go to the gym and lift super heavy. If you do, that's great. Um, but there's plenty of stuff you could do at home. And then diet-wise, um, most women don't, A, don't eat enough calories and don't eat enough protein. Everyone wants to starve themselves to lose weight. And it's so counterintuitive because you need to feed your body to, it's like a, it's, it's like a fire, right? You add wood to the fire to get that fire burning. Well, the fire is your metabolism. So you need to eat to keep your metabolism going. And, and having protein at each meal and each snack will um, keep you full. It helps build muscle um, and we don't get enough of it. And like I said, we lose muscle as we age. So those are my, those are my tips. And always keep healthy snacks on hand and don't keep trigger foods in the house. So if there's things that you eat out of control, like you can't stop, whether it's potato chips or chocolate, don't keep it in the house, especially if you're stuck at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're setting, you're up for, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? Yeah. It is hard to, I was just talking about this with somebody when you have kids, cause you, you know, like I like to have treats for them. I like to have dessert for them in the house for when they're super yep. good. I totally bribe my kids. I have no shame about it. <laughs> like the first thing wrong with that. The There's nothing in the mom handbook that says that's wrong. <laughs> when they are not behaving, the first thing that comes off the table is dessert. <laughs> there you go. It's just the way it works in our house. But so yeah, it is, um, it's here in mo most, most, you know, right now they're working on their Halloween candy and cause there's so much and it's like, so I don't have to worry about buying anything, but you know, like for me, I don't have as much as a sweet of a, uh, of a sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. I'm more salty. Like I'm going to go make myself, which is, you know, better, I guess in the evening, if I really need like something, I'll make myself some like popcorn or something like that. But yeah. my husband has the worst sweet tooth. And it's so funny. Like I'll come downstairs and he's like washing the dishes and there's like, what? There's like four packs of M&Ms in the, in the, you know, like four wrappers. And I'm like, how do you even like, but it's, I guess my point, like it's an example of how we all have our like weaknesses and mm -hmm. we all have our trigger foods, right? 
like if there were ready-made french fries <laughs> that would be like my thing that i couldn't resist good thing you like if you want a good french fry you actually have to like yeah. make it <laughs> like, yeah exactly or just throw it in the oven. <laughs> and i'm not doing all that but if it's right there um that candy is tricky in that way because it's right there yeah. but yeah like i guess um when it comes to like healthy like replacements like do you ever like make any suggestions for that yeah so um if you've ever had cocoa the cocoa dusted almonds those are amazing if for anyone with a sweet tooth um protein bars have come a really long way and so built bar makes an almond um a coconut almond bar that tastes like a candy bar it's like an almond joy mm. so it's amazing and the um, sugar content on those is not like extreme it's not it's not bad at all okay good you know i'm always like Rah. yeah yeah and <laughs> like, then and then the difference i might as well have yeah. a m&m I might as well have the candy bar <laughs> um and then I, lo I love like you know greek yogurt mixing like cocoa powder in it and and some stevia mm. like like making your own healthy sweet treats right without having to you know have break out the the chocolate bar or the m&ms and then the other thing i do is so like we bought halloween candy i try to buy the candy that i hate that my family loves yes so. We got lucky though, because my daughter doesn't, we like, cause that, that I'll eat. My daughter doesn't like Reese's. What? We're like, <laughs> um, crap. <laughs> like, it's just sitting there. <laughs> Who doesn't like Reese's? Yeah. But admittedly, you know, and it's, it's like kind of another good point. Like, you know, we try that's, and, and I'll give my husband tons of credit for that because he likes to make things from scratch mm -hmm. like he makes fresh bread for us every week um he'll make he makes fresh cashew butter like things mm. like that right and he'll put like you know cashew butter and bananas on like a, and on a piece of bread out of the oven Yum. so we like to make things and we don't we don't like we don't eat a lot of processed food yeah and that's been going on for a while so it's funny because when my kids like that you know the, forget it she'll she'll have chocolate and stuff like that but she won't eat candy Interesting. Um, you know, like, sh like sugary candy. Like if she tastes something like that, she's always like, Ooh, like it is because it's so sweet. We all have, I think we, so let me know if this is a thing, like we would have, if we don't eat a lot of sugar or stuff like that, you have like a lower threshold for that. Flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Cause suddenly everything tastes super sweet. Right. right. Well, now I'm, I'm now I'm talking to you like you're like some kind of, you know, like taste bud expert or something. Like, anyway, like <laughs> yeah, your your tolerance would change. Right. Totally. And it, when you do eat less processed foods, you'll find that your taste buds like things taste different. Like you taste like I feel like so when I'm in competition prep, I do a lot of unprocessed, a lot of chicken, sweet potato, all that. And I just feel like you can taste the food more mm. like you know, when it's not processed, I feel like there's a lot of preservatives and stuff going on that when you have like just whole unprocessed foods that yeah. you do, you, you oh, feel like I can you taste, taste it. 100%, I can taste chemicals in food. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? Like if there's something, I mean, I think the most recent example, like I almost barked because I went through, just asked for a coffee. I think I drove through for a snack, uh, Burger King for the first time in like God knows how long. And I drove through for a snack for the kids because it was like a crunch situation and um sometimes as a mom you just want to quiet the noise and yes. you're like oh look a drive-thru <laughs> like i know what i can do to shut you up <laughs> so um anyway you want to some french fries because i mean you know there are worse things in the world than french fries yeah so um 
And uh, oh yeah, so I just add got a coffee and they gave me like a vanilla, you know, like a flavored or a hazel oh. or something. And I was like, all right, this will be fine. And I took a sip and I was like, oh, people drink this. And again, not to be an asshole, if you love hazelnut coffee, you know, um, and there are different, you know, not all flavor uh, ad- additives are, are yeah. created equal. Some of them yeah. are not necessarily as processed and, and as heavy and as artificial, right? Right. But, um, but I think being cognizant of those things is really important. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because you can definitely taste when it's like a roasted flavored coffee versus adding those syrups and other stuff to it, I feel yeah. like makes a difference. I'm getting on a tangent, but anyway. Um, so yeah, this is, it's, it's, it's just, you know, it's all about what's, what's going in your body, I guess, is my point and realizing mm-hmm. like, you know, it, it's going, it's going to have an effect, like everything that goes yes. into, but yes. you know, and we were talking about emotions too, like anything that's inside of you. And it really is connects to, you know, like sort of the yoga philosophy too, because we're talking mm-hmm. about the concept of, you know, uniting uh, body, mind, and soul, your body, mind, and spirit. So like realizing that one is completely and wholly um, connected to the other mm-hmm. and you can't detach, you can't say, well, okay, no. you know, like I don't, I don't need to um, work out today because I feel really good mentally or vice versa mm-hmm. or whatever, um, because one will affect the other. But um but yeah, I'm just trying to think of anything that I've forgotten. By the way, I love the fact that you're a you're a figure competition comp- uh, competitor and winner. It's Thanks. So cool. I mean, so fun. one of these days, I got the guns. There you go. You got from, oh, you got the guns. They're just from it's that's just from holding like a 25 pound baby. It's just <laughs> called mini guns. I don't know if you've heard of them. But that's that's all that's from really, and maybe I a little chaturanga, it. and that's there it. you go. Um, but yeah, no, this has been a really good conversation. I just feel like, you know, it's nice to also, uh, before, you know, before I let you go, it's nice to have a conversation, not only with somebody who gets it and knows like, you know, or who has the knowledge, but also is living mm-hmm. the concept currently of being a busy mother. Yeah. You know, the idea that it isn't, it, it isn't always so simple, but look, there are people who have actively, you know, it's really just about actively deciding to mm-hmm. prioritize your self-care because it's a little bit of a chick. And, and, and if you, if this resonates with you, please chime in. So yeah. to me, it's a little bit of a, a chicken and an egg situation because we can talk about, oh, well, first I have to get over this hump of feeling worthy before I can start prioritizing myself. But sometimes it's actually the opposite where you need to just and especially if you like you don't know where to start try something do something because here's the thing not only are you going to feel the difference right away because from in my opinion a little goes a long way mm-hmm. you know you think oh yes. but it's just it's like this all or nothing mentality and you feel like oh but i have to commit and i don't know if i can because my schedule and my kids and everything a little goes a long way first for of all. sure and then you also have the concept of you are literally, once you start to prioritize your self-care, you're sending a message to your brain by doing it that you are worthy of doing, that you are worthy of it, right? I mean, yeah. Oh my God. I totally, totally agree. And then I do agree with the chicken and the egg thing. And that all you have to do is a couple minutes. Like it, it could literally be 
like two minutes out of your day to just sit and just quiet everything, shut your phone off, go outside for a walk or just sit and just close your eyes and just clear your head. Yeah, that is it. So I totally, totally agree, agree with you with that. It makes a world of difference. It oh, really does. I, totally. I'm, I'm also a recovering perfectionist and I used to, you know, like my, not only did I used to spend time, lots of precious time that I could have been devoting to actual, you know, to, to real action, um, making lists and like the planning of everything and the meticulous planning of, um, of every and scheduling of everything. But, um, I also used to wait for that perfect block, you know, that perfect hour block of time. Yeah. And it never came, <laughs> obviously. Like you can't, so, and yeah. you can look at that like, oh, well, like, you know, I, I didn't get a chance, I didn't get a per that perfect 30 minutes to work out today, so I didn't even try. Well, even if I started, like, first of all, I created this little spot for myself. This is my yoga spot, right? But this is Love. where I work out too. Yeah. And so once I did that, it was like, I don't care who cares if you, if you meant it to be a 30 minute workout, but your kids came in and bombarded you 15 minutes in that 15 minutes that you got counted for something. Exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? And no and one's keeping a tally. It's just you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. That's the other thing too. That's that perfectionist brain where we're like in competition with our own selves, pretty much. It's, it's ridiculous, really. Mm -hmm. um, and I should say too, again, like, that's why I think that I'm so impressed with like your, your, you being a competitor. Cause I'm so not like, it's just not in my nature. So I actually kind of like recoil if there's any kind of like competition, I'm like, I'm not into it. <laughs> Like, I don't, I don't even like board games. Like, I'm like <laughs> it depends. Like if it's the type of shit that I could just be like, whatever. Yeah. But if the, the minute that somebody comes in and wants to actually, like, if there's any com competitive nature, I'm always like, no, I love um, it. I love but, it. um, probably because of that. Right. Because it's mm. like too much for my perfectionist brain. But, um, but anyway, so yeah, I think that that's like just a big point of like, don't wait. And like, you know, the, the, the the self the self-worth will will come if you take that first or second step and just make yes. it happen you know? yes yes and i'll just help you be at your best for everybody seriously yourself. It's so important you have to fill your own cup it's like um you know we hear that a million times over right how can you pour from an empty cup i mean it's so 100 percent true but that's like that chicken or the egg it's like you'll feel it like once you put yourself into something like yeah. I know, for example, when I have, so, you know, not talking about exercise, although I do feel immediately better after a workout, especially, yeah. and that wasn't always that way, by the way, mm -hmm. you know, like it wasn't, I used to feel tired, but I, I don't think I was doing the right things and I didn't have like my, you know, my schedule and everything mm -hmm. like that. And also it was probably about what I was putting in my body at that time. You know what I mean? Me too. Yeah. Exhausted. Like I'm not really eating right or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. but now I'll have that like that immediate feel, you know, that immediate um, burst of energy and sort of just this lightness and de-stress from a workout. But like, so that is that form of self-care. And then um, like incorporating other forms of self-care, like a night away from my kids, like mm -hmm. leaving yeah. <laughs> the house. So, and, and when I come back, it's like, I'm a new, I'm a new mom. Yeah. I'm much less irritable. My, my stress level has decreased. 
my patience has increased mm -hmm. and I see it right away. So it's kind of like you need, I feel like you need to, to do it and then see that yeah. and in order for it to sit, in order for it to sink in, like, oh no, I need to do more of that, you know? Yes. Yeah. So if we're holding ourselves back, then we're not, we're not, we're also holding ourselves back from getting that message. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any, I just want to ask you before you go, I let you go, mm -hmm. any final thoughts that you would, you know, send to the, to whoever's watching. And then of course, also let us know about anything cool you have going on and where we can find you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so what I would say is to definitely, if you have not tried meditation or mindfulness, to just start, whether it's one minute, two minutes, three minutes, build it into your day, whether it's first thing in the morning or before you go to bed. Um, I highly recommend that to all my clients. Again, that that three-legged wellness stool, mind, body, spirit. Um, and anybody who wants to connect with me, you can go to allisonjacksonfitness.com. I'm also on Instagram at allisonjacksonfitness, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those fun spots. And um, yeah, I'm super excited for, you know, COVID to be over, for 2021 to be here and for and like everyone to get on. back out again, right? Yeah, like we can move on past 2020. Yeah. <laughs> it, it had a good ring to it, but not so much in the delivery. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For and we sure. got to have this humor, right? We just got to yeah. like, you know, keep it light. Again, you know, life isn't perfect. We're not perfect. Nope. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Frozen style. I love it. The moms singing the yeah. freaking yeah. Frozen music. <laughs> love it. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Hopefully we can have you back again um, at some point in time because, you know, this is all about self-care. And if we don't take care of our bodies and then hopefully have that translate to our mental wellness as well, then I don't know. We got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. But thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Thank you for joining me. Have a good night. You too. I'll clip a click us off. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hopefully you will like, share and follow. And if you want to stay connected, find me on Instagram at the underscore aligned underscore heart, or you can visit my website at alignedheart.net take care of yourself. Say it with me. Self-care is my job.